We are live tonight for 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 our sixth episode of Pretty Little Liars. This is We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. I'm Les. And I'm Michelle. And the title for the episode tonight is There's No Place Like Homecoming. Original air date July 13th, 2010. Written by Maya Goldsmith. Directed by Norman Buckley. He's back. Yes. The homecoming dance is supposed to be a time for fun and making memories, but for the liars, disturbing secrets threaten to ruin their perfect night. My Little Poison tonight is a homecoming punch. Cute! You know. Fitting. It's a recipe by Sandra Lee, so you know there'll be some brandy in there <laughs> for the for those who are of age <laughs> oh my god i haven't so, thought yeah. about her in so long sandra lee same same i just wanted something you know obviously that goes with ho- homecoming and they were talking about homecoming punch yeah this one you could do with or without alcohol and obviously sandra lee does hers with alcohol cheers to that in the show notes cheers to that <laughs> All right, so the girls are hanging out to be there for Aria and to support her through her difficult time with her parents, when in reality it's really for the breakup with Ezra. They discuss the homecoming dance and they force Aria to come because obviously she doesn't want to do anything. She doesn't want to go. She decides, okay, I'll go solo. Emily is going to go solo. Lesbian jokes are made. It's super uncomfortable. And Hannah kind of changes the subject and pushes that people should go with who they want to go with and obviously in secret support of Emily. While they're hanging out, they're having Chinese food, which it seems like it's so early in the morning to have Chinese food, right? Yeah, I thought this was them keeping her company in the morning. It was weird. Yeah. It was a weird placement. I I don't really know where in the day that was. It seemed like it was like before school. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but they're opening fortune cookies and it is revealed that A has messed with their fortune cookies, putting a note stating lions and tigers and bitches. Oh my, there's no place like homecoming. Cute. Super clever. I love this. They are everywhere. A is everywhere. So Arya in school, she tries to talk to Ezra. He brushes her off, says he has to go to a meeting he's late for. We see later Hannah tries to comfort Arya with the family troubles because, as we know, Hannah's a child of divorce, understands what Arya is going through. She fishes to see if Arya has a boyfriend or if she's crushing on someone. She also mentions one of Sean's friends thinks Arya's cute and like to take her to the dance, but he's going with someone else. And Arya doesn't really deny that she has a crush or likes someone, but Hannah just immediately throws out that she thinks it's someone in Iceland, and so Arya kind of doesn't say anything. Perfect. Perfect for her. I probably would have done the same thing. Right. Even if it wasn't my teacher. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, I'm not ready to tell you about it yet. Depends on the friend. And I think she knows, while Hannah, I feel like, is a really trustworthy friend, uh, she just, I don't think she was ready to go there. Obviously not with this situation. No, I don't think she should tell anyone. No. The more people she tells, obviously, the bigger this whole situation gets. Right. 
so Hannah, as promised, she attends a real love waits meeting, but really to just spy on <laughs> Sean and Amber. <laughs> and during this meeting, it's a really funny role play situation where someone will ask for sex and then the other person has to explain why they're waiting to have sex. It was cute. <laughs> Hannah gets paired with Lucas, who at first Hannah is really unenthusiastic unethu- about. What are your thoughts on Lucas so far? Well, I thought it was pretty funny that whole scene of them acting out a scenario. The sex, what was it? A sexualize? How- <laughs> was that what they called? Yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, that's what the the teacher I didn't or know that that is so funny. Whoever was leading it, but then I said in the chat, I'm like, he's giving me Seth Cohen vibes, but I feel that every character in this type, I automatically think, you know, Seth Cohen. Is the OG. Is the OG, right. And because OG. of later on of how it how it comes. But he was funny. I thought his lines were – his rapport with Hannah was was uh, funny. Agreed. Yeah, I, I like this uh, budding friendship. Yeah. And he tells Hannah and the rest of the meeting, like, this is not the type of, of girl that would normally talk to me. I'm just going to be honest. And the role playing seems silly to him. So the teacher urges him like, look, you have to do it. Both of you just get into character. And so immediately when Hannah asks him if he wants to go upstairs, he just screams yes. (laughs) And so the whole class starts laughing, especially Hannah. She thinks it's great. Sean's not so happy, though. He's really he's, he's watching Lucas very closely. Later, Hannah goes to see Mrs. Ackard's office building Per Spencer's request, Spencer's like really the one who's like the ringleader pushing this whole thing. She's very adamant about uh, Hannah going to the office to make sure she gets the file. She looks for Jenna's file, but they're doing construction, so she really can't get into the room. So she rigs the lock somehow, I'm not really sure how, to get back into the building later when everyone's gone. And I'm thinking like, well, these guys are doing work. Isn't it their responsibility to make sure like this office is closed? It, that's when she <laughs> you know? pushed the lock in to make it stuck so then it wouldn't lock. Right. But wouldn't these guys be, wouldn't they make sure it was locked? Wouldn't they call someone to make, hey, like, hey, it's not locking. What do I, we do? <laughs> I feel like these dudes were like, we're done. Close the yeah. door. We're going home. I don't think they really care. They're just like, let me do my job and paint and go home. Right. So she uses that to her advantage later. We'll talk about Spencer a little bit. She's busy with so much. She juggles school and Alex and A and now homecoming. And so at lunch, Spencer and Hannah go over the plan of getting Hannah to steal the files. And this is when they see Toby in the cafeteria. He gets his shirt lifted up a little bit and it reveals his large tattoo stating 901 free at last this is weird what does that mean this is so weird the placement the font choice it's so many questions i just okay you didn't feel that way you don't feel like it's a weird font choice and obviously it means something which they later feel that's what they think it means which i know you'll get into right right yeah um i don't know i guess because i've seen the show it wasn't abnormal to me but i can see where you're going first time also it just felt so forced the way his shirt was up for so long and then he's like oh right oh right my hip bone is not is exposed 
Like you feel that cold breeze. That was not feel realistic. It. it was not realistic. You feel the the breeze. Yeah, quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as we said, Spencer is also worried about how things will go when she brings Alex, her new crushy friend, to the homecoming dance. Mona even makes very rude remarks about how there is obviously a class difference or what she thinks is a class difference there. And so Spencer is obviously thrown off by this. Hannah does reprimand Mona in front of Spencer, but then ultimately defends her relationship with Mona, saying that she has always been there for her and she's funny and you just have to, you know, understand that she's trying to put on the persona that she is not the nerdy girl she once was and she has blossomed. So Spencer's painting for the dance and Alex shows up to school wanting to know if he can buy a suit or something that will match Spencer's dress, which I thought was very sweet. Like normally, I don't know if the boys really get that. I think it's usually the girl who's like, you wear this. Yeah. <laughs> wear this color tie, wear this bow tie. I thought it was very sweet. So she's painting these poles and Alex tries to give her money for his prom ticket, his homecoming ticket, I should say. And she said, no, no, this is my treat. And the two, it gets a little steamy. I thought it was very cute. He slips the cash into her back pocket. And I was like, I like it. I'm into it. I was like, oh, felt a little. And how long have they been hanging out? A few days, maybe. Yeah, this was super steamy for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. They're obviously very attracted to each other, which I think is great. (laughs) So we see Maya in this episode. She's back and things between her and Emily are obviously cold, a little bit weird. Emily asks if she's going to go to the homecoming dance and Maya says that's not really her scene. After that, Toby surprises Emily with homecoming tickets. He wants to go with her. She's clearly hesitant, but being that Hannah told her, hey, you know, go with whoever you want. You shouldn't have to worry about it. She does decide to accept. This is like her first, you know, big step into going against the grain of what people are used to seeing from her. So I was very proud for her to that she said yes to going with Toby. Same. And then Hannah comments later about how, you know, she should go with who she wants, hinting at Maya. Hannah runs into Maya and is confused as to why Maya's not going and then says, well, I know Emily would really want you to be there. Mm. Yeah. So. Saw this coming, though. She meant well. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we knew this. I mean, I knew this was going to happen once they were talking. We also have a scene. It's kind of like we see like an outside perspective of Toby and Jenna for the first time, like them really talking to each other. And she wants to know if he asked Emily to go to homecoming. And she teases him and says, like, once you've once she finds out your secret, she'll hate you. This is so weird. I want to make sure I understood this correctly. So I'm just going to keep okay. my mouth shut right now. And we'll I'll, get to it. We'll and get I'll to wait. It. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So let's go to the homecoming dance. It's like carnival themed, like super cool with games and you can win a car apparently. Didn't you feel has this, lots of money. this episode was just like lower class gossip girl? Uh, you have mentioned that in the chat made me LOL. Yes. <laughs> because of, of the theme it just felt over the top for homecoming. We had live music, the giveaway of the car, the outfits, the scheming. 
Because Gossip Girl had so much scheming and trying to find out and yeah, but yeah, for sure. So as we said, Spencer is having a busy night and to top it off, Melissa ends up going because she's going to present the homecoming king and queen. She, of course, was the queen of her year. It all makes sense. She mentions to Spencer that she saw that she submitted her old essay, which, of course, pisses off Melissa on top of her already disastrous Ren piss off. <laughs> like She's like, uh, can you get any worse? Like, also, it's really terrible. M- Melissa with her Housewives of New Jersey hair. It's like Teresa Judice. What That's is, what she looked like. What a choice. What a choice. I, I just I would love to know why we did that. I think it definitely um, aged her. Not um, in a way where like, oh, she's older. She's a little bit older. But I don't think it was flattering. Like, it wasn't cute. No. And, and we, I don't think that was in. I don't know. Also, know. we know she's she's older. We didn't need that. But okay. You do you, girl. So then Melissa is introduced to Alex, who she recognizes from the club, and she utilizes that to her advantage later when Alex is being ignored by Spencer because she's dealing with so much drama at the dance. So Melissa tells him that Spencer is basically just using him to make their father angry, making it seem like Spencer doesn't really have feelings for Alex. And it seems like Alex takes it to heart, but she, he does stick around to hang out with Spencer a little bit more at the dance. He offers to go to the fortune teller. At first, she's distracted, but then they end up going. And the whole time, she's keeping her eyes very focused on Toby and Emily because she's obviously distracted and worried that something might happen. But her interests are sparked when a tarot card read by Gypsy, the fortune teller. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, stating that her friend is in danger. So this sparks her interest a little bit. So she pays attention to more of the tarot cards until Gypsy pulls out a <laughs> card that has a message from A stating, kiss bye-bye to your BFF. Spencer runs off and gets a phone call from Hannah. And at that point, Alex runs off. And Melissa is so happy to tell Spencer that, that Alex is gone. And then she messed up with a smile from ear to ear. She's so petty. Yeah, but also also she messed up. She messed up and she's a sister. So I get it. I've been there. I've done some petty shit to my sister. The only person I'll be petty to because I'm not a petty person. Exactly. So, you know, you put them in in their place a little bit when they fuck up because you're like, well, we're family. So I can say something. Exactly. Exactly. Hannah's time at the dance, if you can believe it, is even more dramatic. She's there with Sean. She's eager to hear who has won homecoming queen. But she's also distracted by Emily and Toby when they arrive together. Mona is there. She doesn't make it easy on Hannah when Hannah is talking now to her new friend, Lucas, who is there to take pictures. Mona dismisses Lucas. She calls him Hermy. Which, don't worry, that will continue. Ew, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hermie is is uh, brought up a lot from what I remember because obviously it offended me that they uh, used it. Yeah. I don't like that. And other crude comments. Sure. That I will not uh, need to speak of. You guys watch the episode. So Mona argues that she doesn't understand why Hannah is 
bringing her bringing down her popularity and Mona says that she won't be a part of it. She obviously is very focused on still being on top and that Hannah should worry more about being the queen bee, but Hannah puts her in her place and the two kind of part ways. We'll see what happens there with their friendship. Mm -hmm. During the dance, Spencer tells Hannah she needs to go ASAP to steal the (laughs) file. Poor Hannah. I know. She, but she does it reluctantly to find out the truth about Toby and Jenna and A, so they think, and that and that way Emily would understand the severity of her actions of going with Toby. So Hannah leaves and she coerces Lucas to drive her to the office building and then also back, which is really was really nice of him. I don't know how far this office building is from school. Yeah. She was gonna get a taxi. Yeah, but he clearly was Wanting to do this. Yeah. And he was leaving anyway. He didn't want to stay anymore for the dance. Right. So she sneaks back into the office building. She looks for Jenna's folder, but doesn't find it. She ends up finding one on Toby instead. And while she's there, she reads it. She heads back immediately, shows the girls the folder, all the girls minus Emily, and they read it out loud in like the mirror room. And of course, Jenna is there to hear that they have the folder. Not good. Not no. good. Not good. Not good. <laughs> not good. And then Hannah gets back and she misses being crowned the queen. And Sean is pissed because he's up there alone and he's like, this was her idea. Now she's nowhere to be found. More on that later. Aria is having an okay time, I oh, suppose. God. I just mm-hmm. like. I have no. It's unbearable. Interest for these two. What are we? We're calling them Azaria. Azaria. And then yeah, I just think it. of Hank Azaria. This is where my brain goes. <laughs> but they're real. Yeah. What the the shippers call them? Ezria. Ezria. We call them Azaria. Then I go to Hank Azaria, and then I want to watch The Simpsons. This is every time I think about them. This is the train of thought I have. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. So ultimately, <laughs> I just want to watch The Simpsons, the Simpsons when we talk about these two. Arya is solo but dances with sean's friend and then later dances with sean which we'll get to she's assigned to help out at the same booth of course as ezra shocker she was assigned i thought she was sneaking in no i think they were like short staffed and spencer kind of asked her to to step in for a little bit which sucks because I don't doesn't seem like Arya was a part of like the homecoming committee. No, I don't really know. I guess maybe in place of Spencer, Spencer asked her to unclear. But she during this time tries to tell Ezra that a is not her friend. She really wants to admit about the fire situation. But all this gets interrupted when another teacher comes and relieves her from her position. Later, Hannah heads to go get the file, and so she begs Arya to keep Sean company uh, so Hannah can sneak out. And then Arya and Sean are dancing platonically. It was cute. And Ezra sees. So, of course, he storms out because he's jealous. (laughs) And then Arya chases after him to tell him she knows that they're over and please don't hate me. This is so quintessential teenager, I feel like, for them to say, please don't hate me. 
And he says, of course, I can never hate you. I just feel like I made the right choice because I'm seeing you here with guys your age. And it just makes sense that you would, it would just make sense for you to be with someone who's your age. Props to him for having that conversation. Yeah, but then I got the haircut for you. Yeah, we didn't need to add that point in that he got the haircut for her. Lastly, Emily and Tobifer, they make a statement walking into the dance together, holding hands. Yeah. Clear. Clear as day. That was bold. Like, she made a choice. And I I, I guess her feelings, because she's been so quiet about them regarding all of all the feelings she has for all the people and PDA of who she's had for. Obviously, Maya, she was confused about. But I think she truly felt something for Tobifer. But to walk in holding hands, I was like, wow. But to show I'm not ashamed. Yes. Which, you know, I'm so proud of that she did. And so her friends, however, are appalled. Even Hannah, who told her to bring someone whom she cared about and didn't care what others thought. Maya is obviously upset by seeing her with Toby. And so Emily talks to Maya, who admits that Hannah told her to come. So Maya knows that Emily still has feelings for her. She just wants her to admit it. Emily doesn't really deny it. And Maya tells her that she pretty much needs to stop deflecting from who she is and to just come with the realization of who the real Emily is. So this obviously upsets Emily She walks out. Toby follows, sees that she's upset. He tells her we should go talk in private. So they go up. It seems like it's upstairs, right? Yeah, that's how I took it. Upstairs, yeah, to the chem lab. And Emily says, you know, I have secrets. And it's clear that Toby knows the secret about what the girls did to Jenna. And he says, well, I have secrets, too. Did you come to the prom with the wrong person? So, like, he he's very aware of the situation. He's like, oh, okay, now I'm putting it all together. But let me share. I want to share something with you. Let me let me tell you a secret that, you know, I basically, basically he needs to tell before anyone else tells her. And at this time, her friends are searching for her. They're texting her, Emily, where are you? Finally, Aria sends just like blank blanket statement of like you're with Ali's killer and we have proof. <laughs> this was so ridiculous. It's so over dramatic, which is perfect because it's for the show. But that text, we have proof. It's like, well, let's you all are assuming you have no proof. You exactly. have no proof. And to go back to this Toba first scene for him to shut the door, so creepy, yeah. dude. Like, creepy. why? You're already in a private setting. You've already also had a lot of talks out in the open. Then you decide right. to go to the chem lab. Lights are off. It's private. Let's shut the door. Like, it's so creepy. You can't deny the vampire. You no, it, it's real <laughs> strong in this episode. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. the lighting because of, like, the blue lighting they had at the party. In- and in Twilight, the whole movie was blue. Right. And so when he walks in and you just have his piercing eyes and his pale skin, I'm like, I think at one point, and it was my favorite comment in the Discord when Kim was like, did he just float? I swear he just floated. And I was, <laughs> I, I died laughing. So thank you for that, Kim. Like, yes, it was comic relief. It was great. <laughs> so it was great. Um, So the girls reveal to the audience, I mean, before that, they revealed to the audience basically that Jenna and Toby 
have a or had a sexual relationship. So this is true. Yes. Okay. So kind of like what you said, Dan and Serena. Dan and Serena. <laughs> uh, yes, but because they were a couple before their parents got together. This is like we're a couple. Couple. I'm putting this in quotations. After our parents are together, so it's to them, to the real world. Okay, it's a little maybe of the ick, but it's not that icky. Yeah, and but to them, and I guess being in your t- a teenager, it's it's icky. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, especially it they're not together anymore. Right, and they're 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 not a couple. You know, and clearly Toby likes Emily, right? Like he wouldn't pursue her if he and Jenna were doing something. Right. And they were re- probably never really a couple just doing sexual things. Right. More on that. Later. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Well, in a way, not not in an icky way. Just okay, more okay. like information sure. about that. Okay. Uh, so the girls think that this is a reason why Allie blackmailed him. And we do get this flashback of Toby and Allison. And in this flashback, it's important to note that Toby says, I never peeped on you. Yes. I, oh, I wrote that down. So who do you believe? I believe Toby. You believe Toby. Okay. I do. I just wanted to make sure (laughs) whose side were you believing at that point? I believe Toby. So you believe that Toby didn't peep and that Allie Kind of just was like, well, whatever. I'm still going to blame it on you yeah. because she was shit out of luck. Yeah, basically. I do. I do. And Toby was afraid of her. Yeah. She was perfect. Yeah. They also, the girls also with Spencer's, you know, genius brain, right, figure out that Toby's tattoo 901 is the day Allie went missing. So they're like convinced that this is the day she went missing. He has to have killed her because of the blackmail. End of story, right? <laughs> Like, 901, free at last. Free at last. What? That doesn't make sense, though. It doesn't. I guess it's, I'm free from Allie, so I can live my life. Also, I don't know if they have confirmed. I guess that would make sense for later on. I was going to say, I don't remember if it's confirmed that on September 1st was the day Allie went missing and also killed, or is it just the day she went missing? Oh, I see. It could be two different dates. I want to say, though, it was also just the day she was killed. But I digress. I'm not sure. Also, what if it's 901? Right. Has it been 901 days or weeks? Or Or no, but maybe 901 has nothing to do with Allie. Right. (laughs) So they're just making assumptions because they need to believe something. They're determined to figure out who A is, to figure out who has killed Allie. It all makes sense as to why the girls would, you know, push this theory. And so Emily sees the text. She does get skittish. And Toby gets desperate, unfortunately, and uh, disrespectfully uses his force on her. Not obviously in in a... sexual manner but in a way where he just needs her to listen to him and while it's wrong it uh he didn't physically hurt her i know i'm not trying to no i get a it picture of it being lighthearted. it's not it's awful yeah because she tried to get out and he obviously wants to get his story out and so he tried to like stop her and yeah. then of course you know the door is locked so that doesn't look great either no it doesn't so she 
finally escapes, but first pushes him into a whole, you know, wire rack of beakers and test tubes and it, it scratches his face. And so he seemingly runs after her. It's not confirmed if yeah. he runs after her the whole time. I think she just was paranoid that he was running after her. And so in her attempt to, you know, fight him off, she ends up falling. And we'll see what the aftermath of that is next week. And then our final part of the episode is A so we think, spray painting over the Rosewood population sign to change it from 7,988 people to 7,987. But also, this episode abruptly ends with Spencer fall, not Spencer, Emily falling. Yes, and, the bl- and it just goes black. Yeah, and she's just like, ah! And I'm like, did you trip down the stairs? Were you attacked? Yeah. What's happening here? Spray yeah. can. Spray can. Yeah. So I think she obviously tripped over a train of her dress or something like that. It looks like to me like she fell down some stairs. That's But a- it's not clear as to where she fell. Right. Because there's no way she tripped over her dress. Her dress was not long. Right. So true. True, she, true. Maybe she, she just down like, the stairs. Something. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's where we leave it Interesting. Uh, in the in the chat and i did get an email from i think it was kate she was like isn't it weird about there's only like eight thousand people in this town <laughs> like how is that real that's not reality there's no way there's only eight thousand people in this town uh, well uh <laughs> yeah especially yeah i don't know i don't know i can't even come up with Whatever. a a good can't, exactly response. i can't even find yeah. a good response so yeah on that note we're going to take a really short break and we'll be right back with all the segments and the goodies so brought to you by mr magnificent michael the ice cream flavor of this episode is ben and jerry's chunky monkey aria mentioned she skipped cult She'd skip homecoming, stay home, and eat Chunky Bunky. So I thought it would be a fitting flavor. Also, it has banana ice cream with walnuts, and this episode is a little bananas and nutty. Then again, the whole show is bananas. Especially with the scene at the end in the Hall of Mirrors and Emily running from Toby, it's just all bananas. Some trivia. This episode takes place on October 16th, 2010. Right before Toby comes into the cafeteria, when Mona is sitting with Hannah and Spencer, Hannah sets her lip gloss on the table, standing up. In the next shot, it is flat on the table. And when A paints over the eight at the end of the episode, it is painted blue, then immediately painted white, but the paint does not mix. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, how is that not mixing? There's no way that would yeah. happen. I know. So, kind of knew it, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had music by St. Lola and the Fields and 2AM. 2AM was the band that performed <laughs> at the school dance. Do I know dance. them? Should I know them? You know, I didn't really know them. And then Mike was like, of course you do. And I was like, do I? I really don't think I do. So I apologize, Mike. Same. I, I mean, I was. I, I don't know who they are. Yeah. I mean, the music was cool. It was like sure. poppy and upbeat. Perfect yeah. for a high school dance. Yeah. So Will wants to know, will Lucas and Hannah have any romantic storyline? I don't think so. Lucas isn't on the island, is he? He's not. 
Okay. I think it's going to be more of I'll do anything for you and she'll be like, great, I'm going to kind of take advantage of that. Mm. Okay. Good prediction. Kate wants to know, who had the best homecoming look in your opinion? Hannah, hands down. Loved every single part of it and I loved her bag. I loved it too. I think it was definitely a Sue Wong dress. That was something that that was very 2010. Like I would have for sure worn that for sure. I love the feathers. I loved everything about it. The color was gorgeous. I did like Spencer's Spencer's look was really beautiful as well. No, they, I mean, and honestly, they all looked beautiful. They all looked beautiful. Emily's dress I didn't love, but it's not something I would wear. Actually, I don't know what style, like whose dress I would have worn. Because I don't even think I would have worn Hannah's. I just absolutely loved it. Yeah. I definitely would have worn Hannah's. I wouldn't have worn Aria's, even though she looked adorable. She looked so petite. Like the littlest, shortest little person. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know which style would have been mine. She's a little gothic, Aria. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I like it too. Yeah. Who had the most awkward dance moves? Emily. Just do it like this, Tobifer. What the fuck was that? That was so... It it has a name, that move, and I can't think of it, and I should have Googled it, but of course I was lazy about it, but... Really? I was like, that move is so hard. A beginner cannot do that move. That did not look hard. That looked ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. What is your, go- what is your go-to dance move? Mm. It depends on how drunk I am. Like, if I'm drunk, it's always, like, the shimmy. Oh, the or, like, shimmy. the twerky, the twerking. But I not, never not, twerk. Not, like, a real twerk. Just kind of, like, a, a butt-in-the-air thing. Not, like, a real twerk. It's not, I mean, it's not a cute twerk. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's not, like, no. an authentic twerk. Right. I, I love to bring in, sometimes, a, a little baby roll. Ooh. And I love a running man, too. Same. But it's, like, a little challenging to do a running man in, like, all types of shoes. You have to have the right shoes on. Otherwise, you will fall. I do a lot of, like, step touch, like, with the head bobs, like, just, like, feeling it, you know? And I love a body roll. Carlton. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Ant's go-to is the Macarena, no matter what song is playing playing, and he does it on purpose, you know? But he'll just, with his dumbass face... And just do the whole song. I've witnessed it many a time. I know. And probably at your wedding, it'll come out. Probably. I look forward to it. Yeah. What was your reaction to the Toby Jenna thing? I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I still want to believe in my heart of hearts that Toberfer is a good dude. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wanted to know that. Also, everyone wanted to know what did you think Toby was actually trying to tell Emily? I think probably that, you know, things got a little weird with Jenna at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he says last summer. He's like, I want to tell you about last summer. So, and that's when it was. Maybe right. feelings developed, you know. They get lonely. They connect over their parents. And then maybe it was just like one time. Right. Maybe it was just one time. But one time enough that Allison knew about it. Yeah. How did Allison know? And do we find that out? Yes. I think so. Okay. Yeah. All will be revealed 
in time, in due time. In time. Be patient, yes. my friend. <laughs> patient, grasshopper. <laughs> uh, who do you think will win the car raffle? Oh, I don't give a shit. I didn't even, th- like, I know they're giving away a car. I have not thought about that. And I don't mean to diss the question. So whoever asked that, that was a beautiful question. Uh, I don't know. I I hope, uh, I hope Alex or, yeah, I hope Alex. Good, good, uh, good thoughts. It also yeah. was an afterthought to me as well. But in next week's episode, they do tell you who who wins the car. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was too wrapped up in everything else. But yeah, I think Alex. I hope Alex. Alex wins deserves it. to win the car. Yeah. Mike asks, "How would Aunt describe the fortune the girls got at the beginning?" And I will tell you how Aunt would describe the fortune: lions, tigers, and bitches—all things that can kill and are scary—and then juxtaposed with a homecoming, which is generally a place you might feel safe, but it sort of doesn't sound like this is going to be a safe place. So, what does the mysterious figure changing the population sign supposed to represent? Who is it? Is Emily on the island? No. <laughs> imagine, sure? though. Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> you, you know would, what? You would flip a table. If they did that, I'd be like, props, props to you, writers. Mm-hmm. I, I like when things are a little shaken up. I... I don't know. I feel like that has to do with someone that we haven't even seen yet or has nothing to do with our people. Good. Good prediction. I will give you a teaser and the newbies a teaser. This show, um, similar to Game of Thrones, but obviously not in any way, shape or form the same. They are not afraid to kill people. So people will be killed. Um, I'll leave it at that. So you do what you may with it. So... If for some reason you think someone could die, there's a chance they might. Okay. They, you know, I will give them some props to that. Okay. Did cool. your school have a homecoming? Is this Did a thing? <laughs> Mike <laughs> says that he, you know, he's Canadian, so they didn't have that in high school. They had it in university. I think we had homecoming. I think we've talked about this before on another podcast. Yeah, we have. But we have. Um, if anything, I think it was just like, it wasn't this big production. I feel like it was the f- the football game, and that was it. Yeah, like there was there no was no dance, party, no party. We no. didn't party. I don't remember like anyone going to parties. So maybe no. I was naive, but I don't think anything happened. No, I don't think anything happened. To add to that, Kim asks, "Did you have any live bands at your dance? They never did. They just had a DJ." I no. think we just had a DJ. I don't think we ever had a live band. If that, just, if a DJ. <laughs> no, we. I had a DJ at prom. All the proms I went to, we had DJs. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm thinking of like really young, which we did even then have like in middle school, we had a DJ. Yeah. And junior high, we had a DJ. Yeah. Always DJ, never a band. Our school was poor. We couldn't afford to have a live band. <laughs> no, That's for sure. always DJ. Vic asks, how much did you pay for sodas in the vending machine at your school? It's been a long time. I cannot recall. Do you recall? A I dollar? Feel every day I got a Snapple, Snapple. Ki- Kiwi Strawberry. Yeah. I can't believe that that I drank that every single day at lunch. But I also didn't buy lunch. So that's what I had for lunch. Uh, I think it was a dollar. Something's never changed. <laughs> Something. 
Hey, listen, I don't drink Snapple anymore. That's I don't drink. That's true. I don't drink Snapple anymore. I'm glad. But I think it was either 75 cents or a dollar. I think you're right. I think maybe 75 cents. I remember coins. I think we didn't, you didn't have yeah. to put a dollar bill in. So it coins. was coins. I can't even imagine how much a soda costs in a vending machine currently. Probably like $3. I would love to know. Yeah. But we probably don't have any high school listeners. But do we have parents of high school listeners? Yeah, or teachers. Do, what do you teachers. guys, what do you guys pay yeah. for sodas and teas and waters and things? Let us know. Yeah. Does Emily like Toby or Maya? Both. I think, I think Emily both. likes both. Yeah. Yeah. I think she likes Maya more, obviously. Maybe. I think she likes both. Or I think she thinks she likes both, at least. No, I think she has feelings for both. I truly, I truly do for different reasons, obviously. Yeah. And we don't, I, <laughs> from my memory, we do not explore bisexuality on the show. Disappointment, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Well, this is us kind of exploring it. This is it. Yeah. And then I think this is basically where it ends as well, unfortunately. Um, were you ever pressured or put on the spot to go to a dance? Are no. you? <laughs> no. No one was so. no one was knocking at my door being like, "Hey, I really want to take you as my date." <laughs> that was not the high school experience <laughs> I had. So no. <laughs> yeah, I think um I either wanted to go and so I went or I didn't. Right. But I'm pretty sure almost all of like the big major dances from elementary school on, I did attend. There are some like in high school, I feel like there were random ones that I was like, no, nah, I'm good. But like prom, I did go to. I never went to our middle school mixers ever. Lots of drama happened at my middle school mixer. Sam will tell you. Th chairs were thrown. It was Ooh, hot, I'm gonna hot mass express. We'll have to have a group chat on yes. that after this yes, because I'm curious. But yeah, no, uh, I think I only went to prom. Jess asks, was this the last time we see Alex? Predictions if he's on the island? I hope not. He's supposed to win a Corolla next episode. True. Would you like me to confirm? Yeah. He is not on the island. <sighs> okay. <sighs> Got it. <laughs> Great. And last question. Basically, everyone wanted to know your predictions on the fate of Emily. What's happening to her? Is she gone? Is she no, broken? Is she, she fell hurt? down. The, she <laughs> slipped on her silver, silver. She slipped on her silver heels. And that's it. And yeah. I'm sure we're not even going to go back to this. We'll open up next week. We'll learn more about the Jenna thing, the Tobifer thing, and... That'll be it. Yeah. Okay. If she's dead, though, that's cool. And I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be surprised and it would be great. Well, for you, you'd be surprised. Be like, I this would. isn't the same show I remember. So true. So true. <laughs> what was your fashion moment that you liked? Hannah's homecoming dress. I loved that as well. I also felt a kinship to Aria's tube socks that she was wearing. I was oh, like, yeah. 
those are so like late 2000s and when we danced we did like modern we would just wear those socks it was like a thing and we would like fall like they're not you're just not supposed to turn in those but it was like a look and that my dance teacher who was like really cool and came from my bdc she would wear them and we were like we're gonna wear these tube socks and dance it was so dangerous do not recommend children listen it's not okay. it's not safe but it looked cool when you first started your story, you said we just wore tube socks, and I was like, "With no outfit, like <laughs> naked." I understand. Just tube socks. <laughs> a choice, right? A choice. I meant no dance shoe. Yes, just socks. I, you know, layman's terms. I have to remember that not everyone did the same shit I did when I was a kid. What was your favorite scene of the episode? Huh. I forgot to write that down. I also um, didn't write down it, so now I have to think about it. Also, your cringe scene. Do you have a cringe scene yet or no? Yeah. My cringe scene was when Ezra was like, I cut my hair for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was good. I'm trying to think of anything else. That was cr- the, I, I cringed when Emily and Toby did the little dance move. Yes. <laughs> Ac- yes. Because Ac- that's what I wrote it down. <laughs> The dance move actually was very cringy. That has to take the cake because we had to zoom out and see her a weird view of it and be like, let's get the whole thing. Just do and this, Tobifer. Going- no, no. Yeah, it was super, super cringy. And um, I laughed. And even just like the banter, they give Toby such stupid lines. Like, yes. what is this? Uh, what do you say? Like the lame the lame statement lame, but also like is this like from the 50s or like uh, uh, I don't oh are we know gonna what... do the the like something bug the, yeah, the ju- jitterbug ju- bug it's like dude what come on i know there are some really cringy lines that are feel unnecessary for a story progression but whatever um i think my favorite scene or a scene that i did find comical was when lucas and hannah were paired up during the sex the love sex love weights real love weights club <laughs> That was cute and funny. I liked that. Yeah. Yeah, I love I really enjoyed that scene too. And I feel like Lucas is um he's he's selling me on who he is. Like I think he this guy is a good actor and I feel the way him and uh Ashley work together was really good. Yeah. 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 I hope he's a good dude. Same. I hope he's a good <laughs> dude. She keeps like she doesn't know. I I, do I appreciate. Know. I don't want to give you anything. I know. I appreciate you entertaining me and acting like you don't know, but I know you know. <laughs> so that's funny. So should I just not pretend? I'll just be like, <laughs> I can't even be serious for like one second. <laughs> okay, let's be serious. What was your favorite quote? Uh, it was the end of... The genetic splice of Barbie and Shakira. Yes. Love Lucas. That. Describing I also, Hannah. I love that. That was great. I had from Toby, I didn't think listening to the Smiths alone in my room was a scene. I, I LOL'd for that. I was like. I also, yeah, I also liked, I think it's cute. She's taking her Cinderella to the ball. And that was Mona. <laughs> Mona. Yeah. That was a popular quote. Popular quote. What about an MVP? Who did you choose for this week's episode? I chose Hannah. Me too. Hannah Banana. She stepped up for her friends. She's trying to be there for Emily. 
I understand how they feel about Toby. I can yeah. understand getting in that headspace. Hannah, she, I just, I'm really enjoying her. I'm very much enjoying this character. Same, same. I'm like, don't you disappoint me, girl. You're doing so well. Yeah. I love her. We had uh, a lot of votes for Hannah. We did have a vote for Emily for finally standing up to what she believes in. And then actually Will picked Ezra for finally sacrificing his own feelings for the greater good and breaking it off again with Arya saying, like, I made the right choice. So I respect to Ezra for doing that, at least. Sure. Shittiest. I chose Dorito. Yeah. Melissa got the most votes, but also Spencer. Spencer got a lot of votes, too, for just up and ignoring her date unfortunately not really you know taking that into consideration she also was like very bossy in this episode i found her to be very bossy to hannah (laughs) she's very determined but i'm sure because her house was broken into yeah like i'd be determined too. you know the invasion of i mean they're all getting invasion of space and private lives but Mm -hmm. her house was broken into absolutely yeah so she's determined to figure out this asap yeah yeah it's time for a little Betty of the Week. Woohoo! You're a total Betty. This week I have chosen It's Britney, bitch. Britney! Britt has been super active in regards to at least this podcast. She is loving our rewatch of Pretty Little Liars. She says it's her guilty pleasure. And I'm so excited that we get to bring this to to her ears each week. (laughs) And we're just thankful that you have pledged with us, that you share your stories, talk with us in the Discord. And I hope that you stick around and you're enjoying this podcast and we're enjoying really getting to know you and... Just wanted to say thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Brittany. <laughs> Brit, 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 Brit. We super appreciate you. Yeah. Okay, so I think we have a review to read. We do have a review. Which is super exciting. Yes. Uh, it's the A emoji or alarm emoji. Yeah, that's a good emoji. Yeah. It says, I can't believe y'all got me watching this show again. I actually ditched it around season five, so I... Intrigued to go through the things I've seen in later episodes I haven't seen. I don't even know who A ended up being! Exclamation point. That is so exciting for whoever you are, because unfortunately, Chartable, it was an international review, so we oh. only got to see it on Chartable. Shout out to Chartable, but there yeah. was no name. So no. whoever you are, let us know. Maybe DM us on Instagram. Um, Total Buddy Podcast Network. We'd love to know who you are so we can say thank you. And thank you so much yeah. for leaving us Apple Podcast Review. We're so excited for an Apple Podcast Review. And what should we do as an emoji so people can stick that in an Apple Podcast Review? A mirror? Yes. Perfect. I was going to say a mirror or like a ticket, like a prom ticket. Um, but mirror is perfect. You can put that you know what to do with it in an Apple podcast review, in a Discord message, in the Discord chat, 
in an Instagram message, in an email, whatever floats your boat. We just want to know that you've got to basically the end of the episode, that you're listening, that you're enjoying, and we just want to see those emojis. And if you'd like to put that in Apple Podcast Review, that would be super great. Rate us, review us. It helps the show out tremendously. We don't, you don't even know how much it means. And that way, all these PLL people in the world will be like, whoa, there's this great new podcast out there and they want to share it with everyone, their friends that love Pretty Little Liars. So get to it. Your mission is to send us those Apple Podcast reviews. Your homework. Yes, your homework. And if you listen on Spotify, you can also rate us over there as well. So thank you for listening to my TED Talk. Okay. Are you ready, Michelle? I'm going to give you a look into next week's playbook. Playbook. (laughs) Little inside joke there. Um, The title for next week and my secret to share. All right. So episode seven, holy moly, seven weeks is titled The Homecoming Hangover. And my secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Is that Jenna will make a visit to Emily to discuss the file next week. Huh. Really? So Emily is not on the island. <laughs> I knew she wasn't. Um, okay, so maybe... Well, obviously she witnessed what happened. And... Maybe she's going to try to manipulate the situation. I mean, she has every right to. Her friend burned her. Like, you know, not burned her, but like set the fire or whatever. So, yeah. Maybe she'll tell her a different story or make it sound worse or something like that. Because I don't think she wants Tobifer and Emily to get together. No, she's not too keen on Toby and Emily or even no. just Toby really socializing with anyone that's not her. Right. And it doesn't seem like Jenna really socializes with anyone that's not Toby. Right. They're very much alone. They're loners, outcasts, yes. if you will. So They're vampires. Literally vampires. Yeah. Wait till you see um, Tamin, who plays Jenna's eyes. They're like just as blue, if not like more green than Toby's. Because she she will like eventually take off like her shades and stuff. They're so gorgeous Ooh. that they're both like literally look like vampires. Ooh, yeah, I look perfect. forward to diving in those beautiful. pools. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm. What about what's going to go on with Arya next week? Well, I think Arya and Ezra will keep their distance, but I don't foresee that lasting too long. I feel like maybe two episodes, maybe. And I think Sean is going to have something to say when he's going to notice perhaps this rapport that's building between Lucas and Hannah and Sean's going to get a little jelly. Uh, Emily will have to apologize to, not Emily, Spencer will have to apologize to Lucas. I mean, to Alex. I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> all these new people. I'm and like, they're all like the same character names that we've had. In I know. Times. So it's just, it's going through... Um, <laughs> My brain. Yeah. So Spencer will have to apologize to Alex. And 
Alex will have to come to the school to pick up his new Corolla. Mm-hmm. He will. He sure will. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Great predictions, as always. Thank you to everyone in the chat. We are live, if, as I said at the top of the show. Yeah, Mike said, Liz said, who played Jenna's eyes, LOL. <laughs> the way you phrased it. Oh, I meant like a comma in between. But, you know, that's not how my brain works, Michael, as you know. You know, Mike is the one who keeps He's us the biggest troll. Humble. Yeah. He <laughs> is like our troll. He's like the sweetest troll. Like, you can't hate him. You just are He's like, our- Mike. He's our personal total Betty troll. He's our troll doll. I need to Photoshop his face on a troll doll. That would be great. And then have him wear like a Betty t-shirt. The troll. Remember troll dolls? I love. Of course. I always had troll dolls. I know. The best. What I think we should do is Photoshop Mike on a troll wearing a total Betty shirt and then make shirts with that on it. And then we can wear it. Yes. (laughs) And we'll sell it. When we revamp our merch, which is coming, because I want to have, obviously, we'll have We Are Liars merch very soon, um, hopefully in the new year, because that's a lot of work. And uh, Well, we want to do it, and we want to do it right. Exactly. We want it to be good. Good. Yeah. Gouda cheese. (laughs) (laughs) It took me, like, my face was probably like, because it took me like a second to realize what you just said. No, because I have my own language and I was talking to and Seth like, oh. and I was like, Seth, he's like, do you ever need to ask someone like Krista how to decipher how I speak? And I was like, no, I'm never confused by you. Are you confused by me? Like if I say fur shirt, that's for sure. Yeah. If I say that's the real dill pickle, um, that's the big real deal. deal. <laughs> and then if, um, if something's good, I'm going to say good cheese. It's, you know. <laughs> And Seth was just like, oh, oh. okay. Like, what just did I let get you myself know. into? Yeah. Yes, I, I'm aware of I'm aware of the you Michelle know my, language. It just, language. It just like was delayed, I guess, because we're on Zoom tonight. And I was just like, oh, she said Gouda cheese. Took me a second. Um, anyway, on that note, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you to everyone for listening this week. We hope you stick around for next week's episode. Thank you to our Bettys and patrons that are here in the chat are here watching us live that are here supporting us every single week every single month every single year we've been doing this for five years some of you have been with us for that long so thank you many many kisses we love you all and we will be back next week hey thanks so much for listening to we are liars a pretty little liars podcast part of the total betty podcast network if you'd like to find out more about our network, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. If you'd like to join in on the fun with submitting questions and comments, weareliarspod at gmail.com is where you'll find us. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.